Hello, glorious audience. It is I, Ember, god of fillery. Feel free to bow and grovel. I'll wait. Bread and pork talk, sci-fi's and magicians. Welcome back to Fillery, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. We are hours away from bidding 2017 adieu. It was a pretty wild year, especially for our fillery and break builds, folks. Yeah, it got a little on the crazy side. You know, Ember and everything going on there. Uh, magic's gone away. We're both excited for all the things to come in 2018. You got that right. Uh, we're actually here because of our favorite magicians. They're finally coming. Like you said, they're coming in 2018, January 10th. That is less than two weeks. Oh, my God. It has been so long. It feels like it's been forever. And not to say that we haven't been enjoying all the other amazing sci-fi programming. We've been binged the hell out of 12 Monkeys earlier this year. Winona Earp was fantastic. God, some shockers in that one. And uh-huh. we've got one more episode of Van Helsing coming up. Another couple shockers in that one. And I swear, everything just keeps getting better and better with each new twist. Oh, totally. Uh, the Expanse was epic. I-, I enjoyed season one, but season two, oh my God, crazy. And so was Dark Matter. Rest in peace to that amazing show. May the Browser crew continue to kick ass and perhaps one day score its own movie, a la Firefly Serenity, to give us uh, the rest of the story that was planned out. Because you know they had two more seasons. Oh, definitely. That he had planned. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, hopefully they can get something worked out on that one. And, you know, I fell for Sci-Fi's Blood Drive. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Critics seem to hate it. Uh, advertisers seem to not like it so much because of stuff on there. If you didn't see it, go watch it. It's it was a great show. I loved it. It was I had a lot of fun, and I actually did a uh, another little podcast of you know for Blood Drive on Pure Fandom with uh, my friend Court, who not Court Sarah, who's also a writer on Pure Fandom, and we talked about that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, check it out. Blood Drive was very explicit. It was um, what was it? it was like those eighties eighties movies, right? It, yeah, it was. It, there was a lot in it. It was like if you saw the original Death Race, there was a lot of death. I mean, it's car engines who drive on blood. It's there. It's that. No, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we also covered the all-new season of Channel Zero, No In-House, and that was crazy and amazing and wonderful. If you didn't watch it, go watch it. Oh, um, we covered One and Done Incorporated. That was a cool little show. Incorporated was a pretty cool concept. I mean, that was ended last year, and we were wondering if it was going to be renewed, and it didn't. Uh, curious where they would have gone in season two. Uh, Channel Zero In-House was a, cre- a perfect creepy pasta. I see. I said pasta. It's pasta, and I told you about. It. <laughs> I, I I did it. It's, I did that. <laughs> I, yeah. And have you seen the trailer for Butcher Block, the next one coming up here? Oh, I have. It looks crazy. I can't wait. It is insane. There are stairs in the forest. I am seriously this time posting something in our Facebook group about these stories. Uh, this whole stairs in the forest thing came up on something that Court and I were working on last year when I brought it up and said, Check We got to get out. back to that. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of stuff we need to get back to. Yeah. Uh, Brad covered the newest season of Z Nation with our good friend Susan and Rhiannon for the Z Cast. And they're also chatting about Saifu's awesome new show, uh, Superstition. Saifu? It's very much. I'm calling you out on saying Saifu. I said Saifu. I was hoping you didn't notice that. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Um, they're also chatting about Sci Fi's cool new show, Superstition. Uh, if you like Supernatural, you, 
you definitely want to check out the show and their podcast. Uh, did I miss anything besides Saifu? <laughs> no. Are you, well, oh, um, that crazy new show, Happy, with the um, guy from Law & Order. Yes. I actually, I'm a few I, episodes behind. Have you seen it? I We just finished up last week's episode, like literally five minutes before we started doing this. And it's it's amazingly awesome, cool. It's very yeah, different. It's, wacky. it's, it's seriously fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, check out uh, ZNationPodcast.com. You can find me over there for the, the ZCast. I've been doing the Z Nation podcast for five, what four years since the show began, actually. We've interviewed a lot of the cast and crew. Actually, on this final episode for the season, for the season finale, we had Sarah Coates on with us to talk about it. Who is Pie Girl? Pie Girl. We're trying to get her back and again in next season. And next season is probably the final season of the Z, uh, Z cast, not Z Nation. Aww. A verse on something that was uh, Kalita Smith tweeted out on Instagram saying that, you know, final final chapter. So it makes sense. I mean, they have come around, so I'd like to see them end it on a positive note and like that. That would be really cool. Me too. And it's going to be what, season five? Yes, season five. Yeah, that's about when shows usually should end. When they go beyond that, unless they do a complete reboot and some reworking, a lot of the time it's like, what are you doing? What's happening now? Yeah, Stop like, it. like that enough. other zombie show that should have ended like on season three or something. But yeah, Whatever. no, not on season three. Before they started reusing every single story trope that they had. Anyhow, uh, so what else we got? Uh, there was also uh, Ghost Wars, and it's not sci-fi, but we've been covering Riverdale. Um, come on, like. 2017 did a really good job with that one. Like, I, I love Riverdale. Oh, I do too. And I actually been enjoying uh, Ghost Wars, even though I'm steadily like a couple episodes behind on it. But Me too. it's been different. It's uh, Meatloaf is very crazily creepy in it. And I just love seeing Kim Coates again every week. I've missed him. He was in Sons. So Kim Coates is basically the same as Tig from Sons of Anarchy on a boat with ghosts. It's just there. <laughs> he is not Tig. Well, close. Tig's better okay. brother. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, there's, th- there's so much stuff like, out there. There's been a lot of good TV. I, there is. And I know what you mean. It, we, today we're going to talk about magicians. Um, with the show returning in just over a week, we want to reminisce on some things that were left off for the, our favorite characters and chat about some of the recent trailers that have dropped. Before we jump in, just want to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com, and you can find our full playlist of show recaps and interviews there or over at soundcloud.com. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it in court. Let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? I believe we're on Facebook. Are we're we? on Facebook a couple of times. We are. Uh, we have a Facebook page for the Defunct Incorporated, yet there are still people dropping in. I guess they're getting the show wherever they are, and they're enjoying it. So welcome, welcome. Uh, we also have a dedicated Facebook group for Van Helsing. Uh, we have a very much growing group there. Um, a couple of the actors, they drop by, like Roland's there all the time, and he drops by a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff. And um, if you love Van Helsing, check it out. If you haven't seen Van Helsing, go watch it on Netflix and then join the group. The show is amazing. We have one more episode left of the season, and it's been pretty cool, like just unexpected every time. Mm-hmm. 
and we have our regular uh, Brad and Court Talk Peer Fandom Facebook group where we just talk about just about everything. Um, for the magicians, I'm going to be live tweeting as per usual um, when the show is airing its episodes. But we're also going to drop a episode discussion thread so that you can post live during the episode as well um, on the Facebook group. And it'll be good stuff. I mean, we're going to enjoy a lot of it. And we're also doing another podcast after we get done with this one, uh, our 2017 urine review, which will have a lot yes. more stuff on it. Some of the stuff that we touched on right at the beginning I may go into a little bit more in depth on it. And I may yeah, be able to that talk. And then movies that we've loved or hated. Yeah, all that stuff. It'll be fun. So check out that oh. one after you listen to this one. Or if you're not into magicians, just go check that one out. So. Okay. Yeah. Where do we- or if you're not into magicians, go watch it on Netflix. The first two seasons have, have dropped already. It's what, 13 episodes per season? You can binge that before the 10th. Like, go ahead. I promise you that you will love it. Go watch yes. it right now. Do it. Do it. All right. So, <laughs> where do we leave off on Stranger Things? I'm not Stranger Things. Jesus. The magicians. <laughs> that's what that's going to be. Well, we need to talk episode. about that too, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Dark. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's going to be for the other podcast, yes. guys. All right, so where we left off, uh, Julia was dealing with the aftermath of being raped by Renard, and boy, wasn't a lot. Stella Maeve clearly killed it as um, as Julia. Like, she just did an amazing job for this season, last season as well. But these seasons, she did a good job. Um, Julia makes a deal with the Beast and is in direct opposition with her magician friends. Poor Julia went through quite a lot. It was interesting to see her shadeless and throwing off her conscious and trauma for much of the season and a lot of her actions. Uh, she put her friends at peril a lot, but even shadeless, like she still managed to look out for Q. So that was pretty cool. Definitely. I mean, it was a lot of change for her not having the shade and seeing how, you know, the beast had how he was doing it without a shade. So that whole trip of getting it back was perfect. I really uh-huh. enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun trip down to the afterworld. Yes, that was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, We also had Katie. She was Julia's partner in crime, and she made up with Penny. Uh, She's been dealing with her own brand of trauma, even while trying to help Julia with the whole Renard issue and the aftermath of the rape. Um, She was there, and she witnessed it all, um, the rape and the murders of, you know, their circle in season one. So, like, she had her own way of dealing with it. And I guess being able to help Julia kind of pulled her away, because what she was, she wasn't doing heroin. Uh, yeah, that was the one thing that was keeping all the everything away from her. Yeah, um, but like she was able to pull herself away from that by helping Julia, and then later, um, th- when things got crazy, she was able to uh, help him out. And she actually made a new friend at the end of the season, and she made a deal that Penny might not quite like. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and we kind of lost a few people on this episode on this season, also. We did. Yeah, and we totally lost. We lost. Yeah, yeah. lost Marina, the other head witch, who was you know helping, and she got taken out as well. I mean, that was she was she was trying to do good for a change. She was. Things did not work so well for her. Well, that and the stakes were pretty high. Uh, You had Renard going around killing all the hedge witches, so like she had to do it. Yeah, just had to make it happen. Oh, yeah. Penny, he he got snarky with the wrong supernatural, and his magic, of course, goes wonky. Uh, if we remember in season one, he lost his hands, and like he was trying to get them back on because his magic is was mostly in his hands. Um, and I guess he got smart with the wrong person, and um, like it didn't work out well. He tries to fix it and only makes things worse, and he ends up working for the uh, the Order of the Librarians, and he ends up with a death sentence. 
like poor poor Penny. Yeah, reading out the wrong books that'll do that to you. <laughs> he, he does find out about the big yeah. event that's coming up though. Oh, for sure. With the dying of magic and fillery. Yeah. That's uh, a big Yeah, one. that was a big one. And so he got more information about that. And then, of course, it wasn't just magic dying and fillery. There was that big event where apparently there was like just the blank pages and the librarians, like they knew something was coming and they, were, they weren't willing to tell everybody. They were just trying to store information so that when it happened, like they would be good to go. That was kind of crummy of them. Well, they were prepared for it because they didn't know how to how to correct it. All they could do is, you know, save things, which makes you wonder where did they go to? Because we know we have all these other right. worlds, and where did they exactly head off to? All right, and cue our favorite Fillory fanboy. That was really fun. <laughs> he gets very interesting character-wise when poor Alice dies. Um, like, it's not a secret. Q hasn't been my favorite character. He definitely wasn't my favorite character in season one. And for most of season two, the like the beginning part, he wasn't, like, he was just, he he whined a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, again, he, with all these others, like Katie and Julia and Elliot and Margot, like, he was my least favorite magician. But, like, he got an edge to him when Alice died. And, like, yeah, he became more interesting as a character for me. I guess he went on a character journey after that. And like, he got interesting. There there was really more layers to his character rather than being um, just the, the fanboy or the nerdy um, geeky magician. Oh, who's I was in love with uh, Alice. I agree with you. He wasn't my favorite character either. He was very whiny and I liked everybody else, but him really. And he's, yeah. he's grown. Like, I didn't hate him, but yeah. No, he wasn't my favorite character. By far, my favorite character in the whole entire show was Elliot. Because, of course. You know, Elliot. And Margo. And Margo. They're, 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 yeah, they're a package deal. Yes. And with Julie on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could go with that. <laughs> and then Penny, you know, Penny was also, it's like Elliot, Margo, and Penny. And then it just kind of, Elliot was way <laughs> down on the list of, you know, who you, you who I really liked. Quentin. So Quentin. Quentin, yeah. Right. I said Elliot. Yeah. You know what I meant. There you go. I know. I gotcha. See, for me, sometimes I mix up uh, Q and Penny. Like, I, I just want to talk about Penny all the time or Elliot mm-hmm. and not so much Quentin. Yeah. But not anymore because, like I said, Q got very interesting. And even his fanboy ways was really, really cool as we saw him and his conversation with Umber later on in the season. And I will talk about that in a little bit. Um, Umber. Uh, uh, let me see. Umber. He's so much fun. <laughs> Umber was a lot of fun not ember who peed in the pond right <laughs> oh, he, oh no he didn't he didn't pee in the pond like he soiled the pond in another way gross so gross <laughs> with his seed <laughs> how uh, dare he god um I tell so yeah when poor alice dies putting the beast down EQ, he went through a lot. He got very interesting. Uh, he ended up getting her back after a lot. And he also mixed up with Julia. So that was a pretty cool journey to see him on. And then, like, just the way he ends. Like, we'll talk about that more in a second. But, yeah, he became a very cool character. Speaking of cool characters, I always enjoyed Alice. Again, she wasn't my most favorite. She was she was very smart and she was interesting, but she wasn't my most favorite. Like maybe it's something about edgy characters for me because when she became Niffin Alice, she was amazing. Oh, maybe I, I like murderers. What is that? I don't know. I love Niffin Alice and and Shadeless Julia. That was a lot of fun. I thought those two should have teamed yeah. up and made a super team, a super villain team. 
I mean, at least for a couple episodes. Would have been that would have been cool. Like the former magicians' friends. Like now they have to go up against their former friends. Like right. that would have been a cool showdown. I know, of course, right? Not have them kill each other. Yeah, that would have been great. It's going off to fight crime <laughs> or fight evil, one of the two. I mean, I'm saying, and, and we saw during the heist episode, Niff and Alice, she helped. Right. I mean, granted, she um, she had a deal that she wanted to strike with Quentin, but still, like, she was very helpful. The heist episode uh, was great. I, that was a lot of fun. And showing that there are, that the magic in the real world is all over the place. Yes. You just don't know it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so next we have our beloved high. King Elliot. Else feels for his new wife, Femme, but he finds love with the neighboring kingdom as well, or within a neighboring kingdom as well, because of course he's Elliot. He battles it out against enemies outside and within the palace. He becomes a dad to be and at one point loses his crown and his pregnant wife to fairies. Oops. We did find out that he is damn awesome at 90 trivia or at least dirty dancing quotes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least is Elliot's bestie and his chosen fellow royal. Hi, Queen Margot. Bow down, peaches. Margot does her best to be queen and makes some pretty tough decisions and sacrifices. At least one that Elliot definitely does not thank her for. <sighs> Margot, that was a really bad deal. She tries to right. And now our girl is sporting some stylish as hell eye patches. Yes, queen. Because going to see the fairies, it always costs a price. <laughs> yeah, she lost her eye. Or at least that was the cost was her uh, traveling home. She yeah. lost her eye. Yeah, and yeah, it was just kind of harsh. I mean, she just comes back and she's, you know, got her nice patch on. And yeah, it's, yeah. it was but tough But she did trade Elliot's baby. But she so. did get the baby back, but bad things happened as a result also. So there's a whole but bunch did of... the baby come back? I knew the fairies came. Did she get the baby back? I don't think the baby actually came back. No, I don't think the baby came back. But Elliot will get his baby back this season, I'm sure. And they said there was something special about the baby. Was that because of the magic going away? Well, I would say it would be special about the baby because the baby was taken in take, but, and was in fairyland when the baby was born. So, so the baby still has magic. Right. There's something there like born of magic. So you're kind of fairy-ish. You have, you know, like a half and half or whatever. Yeah. So, something of that nature. I think that's what it is. Okay. So our magician spent this this season first working to defeat the beast and trying to figure out Niff and Alice, uh, Julia's Reynard problem, and what could be causing the loss of magic and fillery. Of course, they found out that it was uh, Ember's essence and the wellspring mm-hmm. <laughs> he's such a jerk <laughs> um they end up finding out the problem and taking it out um unfortunately when they do it they they've killed the son of a god and of course the gods were pretty pissed off and they uh they flicked that switch and magic was gone from fillery and the world well that's because they set him up like q set up uh umber to go back to fillery where he didn't want to go because he faked his death for ember after it, I mean, it was it was classic. Like they got the gods fighting themselves, and they both kill them off because they have the sword that can kill gods. And yeah, mm-hmm. things got bad after that. Uh, for sure, they shut like, off. They the turned off switch. all of magic, and of course, that's when the the fairies would choose to show up. Right. So all that's gone. Ma- magic is shut off. Does the fairies still have magic? I would think so. Yeah, I think anything that's magic born might still have. Like, that's why uh, Elliot's baby probably still has some kind of magic to it, maybe. 
That could be it. Could but be. for some reason, the world and Fillory, like the Wellspring, no longer has magic because uh, Ember and Umber are no longer there to maintain the Wellspring. It will definitely make for an interesting season. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. Especially because we know that God Touch Julia has the most potential of all uh, because uh, the show kind of goes full circle with just having those two at the end of the second season. And she shows Q that she still has a spark of magic. Just a spark. Just a spark. She's got a little bit going on with her, but more than everybody else. Exactly. So, of course, we know Q is going to be jealous and whiny. I'm hoping he doesn't get jealous and whiny. Why don't I have magic? I should have magic. I want magic. Yeah, he's grown beyond that. Okay. But as as we remember, like we, this is not the first time, like the first iteration of this story for them. Like I, I can't remember how many it's been, but this was like maybe the 48th iteration since they've they've been through different battles with the beasts. Right. Yeah, we can't remember they kept dying, and then they were brought back, and this was the first time that Julia had been brought back, but she wasn't allowed to stay at Brickbills. So we know that Julia was powerful, but um, we didn't know how powerful she was. Like we always thought that Q was more powerful than Julia. Yeah, we we definitely can't forget that is they failed a lot, and that was in the library because one of the librarians Mm -hmm. said that you know this is how many times you have actually come back. So you've yeah. done this a lot and failed a lot. So this is the first time they actually su- uh, succeeded in it. But it's, I don't, there's still a lot. I mean, there's a boat. We know that about season three. There's yeah. a boat. Right. And th- they didn't have any more chances because um, Jane died, right? She wasn't able to reset it for them. Right. So this was their last chance. Right. Okay. That was what it was. But yeah, like you said, season three has a boat. They're going on a magical journey, a quest. And the boat's actually re, uh, part of, it's sentient or something like that. We know that part. So there should be a lot of interesting stuff going on with it. Oh, for sure. I didn't know that part about the sentient boat. Yeah, they, they mentioned <laughs> that earlier in this, earlier this summer. I didn't pay too much attention to what it was about. But yeah, that was part of it. Okay. I'm excited for that. So uh, what were some of your favorite moments or episodes from season two? Uh, my favorite episodes, my favorite moments. Uh, I, I really liked it when they went down to rescue uh, Julius Shade, and they go to the afterworld, uh, and it, yes, which was in the reckoning. <laughs> yeah, which was basically um, Beetlejuice because they had a handbook oh God, and everything so else, and it was just the whole thing. There was like, there's a book, and yeah, it was. I love that part. I thought it was great. I just, it was so much like, fun. The whole thing with the waiting room was perfect. Yeah, and the, and the fact that they had to go talk to a dragon to get down there. Yeah, like that was pretty yeah, cool. That was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed I mean, that what's part. A magi- what's a magical show without dragons? Right, and you know, while they're down there, they're st- they're playing, they're bowling because you know that's what you do, I guess. Yeah, and of course that's where Julia sees all her friends who were murdered by Reynard, and uh, it was a little hard because uh, the guy she initial had initially had fallen for, like he was down there, he was dead, and he had Reynard's face. Right. Or Reynard had his face. Yeah, and that's the yeah. one who who had raped her when during that whole entire thing. So that's who she saw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a pretty cool episode. We had Julia make some interesting discoveries while she was there about uh, who the actual goddess was. Hmm. See, I'm going to say it wrong. Persephone or Persephone? Persephone. Persephone. So uh, apparently, 
like all the gods had been gone for a while and they just had like different people imitating. Like we found out that Reynard was actually the child of Persephone. Mm -hmm. So that when Julia tried to take him out, Persephone shows up like, sorry, you can't do this. And that should have been our first clue as to what was going to happen with Umber and Ember. Right. Yeah. Uh, We also had uh, Julia not only finding her shade, but we saw Alice's shade and Julia makes that sacrifice where she doesn't bring her shade back. She brings Alice's back. Yep, and then we find out that the there was a, at the end of it too when um, Alice runs into the other guy who was a Niffin who was dying, uh, the priest or whatever his name was. I forgot what his name was. Well, when he came back to warn her that there were other things out there that are magical, even though magic is gone, there are other magical things that, that remembered what she had done and were going to be hunting. Oh, her. oh, and we we have brought you little cakes. Uh, the finale, right? Yeah, it's just there's other other threats of uh, magic that there's out there. Okay, yeah, apparently she killed, or she pissed off something called the Lamprey, and it's it's coming for her. <laughs> and and I, she has no magic to defend herself, so like I, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. And I know we looked this up at one other point in time, and I knew what a Lamprey was, but I forgot to look that up now. So I, I have nothing for you. Uh, a Lamprey is an eel. <laughs> So we know that part. <laughs> I don't know much more past that part, but other than fact, it's an eel. So it's kind of a well. That's just like that one. Um, that one creature that Niff and Alice killed. That that Q thought was a child, but it was like a, an angler or something. It was an anglerfish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was the anglerfish that was using the child as bait to eat everybody else up. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of weird, strange, magical creatures out there. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so one of, um, or actually my favorite, favorite episode was the heist episode, uh, that was plan V mm-hmm. and it was the most fun. Like the thing about the, the thing that I love most about this show is that it takes these things and, um, it just does something really interesting or it has unexpected twists every single episode. It just has this really unexpected approach to different things. Like, uh, we saw later with the, uh, the girl who told time, like the time travel, time dimension, um, travel, done the magician way is uniquely the magician way. There's no DeLorean or post police box needed. Mm-hmm. Um, like they have just like that, that screen and these machines and it, it's, it's, they're traveling in time and you believe them because this is how they're doing it. Oh, definitely. I really enjoyed that episode also. And the heist was one of my favorite episodes this season. Yeah. I love that. There was that one um, lady who was there specifically uh, as the alarm system against any kind of magical um, bank robbers, basically. And she did a good job at it. Oh, for sure, because they kept dying. Mm -hmm. Like, they were going to completely die if uh, Niff and Alice hadn't stepped in. Yes. But they made it out. Luckily, they made it out. Yay. So what else you got? Uh, Let me see. Uh, I think I already talked about this a little bit, but just seeing like them on the journey to go be crowned uh, in the season premiere or was it the night of crowns oh, yes, yes. and seeing Elliot go full on Swayze. Like again, like Elliot is such an interesting character. We kept finding out more and more about him as the season went by and finding out like he started off as a farm boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was completely unexpected from who we know him to be. Yeah. And teaching the people how to farm in Fillory. We must gather the shit and, and farm with it. <laughs> And the guy's like, he was a good king. You want me to put this on top of what? Yeah, a lot of he was. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got plans. He's going to build that country up. Yeah, he was a good king. 
Oh, for sure. And I think I replayed him um, giving the Dirty Dancing speech at least a, a dozen times. Uh-huh. At least. Yeah, that was, was, a, good that episode. was a great one. <laughs> Uh, the Flying Forest gave us Doppelganger Elliot, and of course that would come back to bite him later. Later, but like that was pretty cool. And Margot finally helping Julia. Uh, like the one downside for me, I guess for any show, is sometimes some of the characters don't communicate as well as they should. Mm-hmm. But that's a part of it. Like if people actually talked, like there'd be no drama. Right. But like when Margot and them finally found out what Reynard had done to Julia, even though she was pissed at her for helping the beast, um, she decided to help her with copying the book and everything. And uh, of course, during that same episode, we had Penny and Q going on their most excellent adventure. And um, that was after Alice died. So um, they, I guess he was trying to figure out a way to bring her back. And then he, he found out that he really couldn't bring her back, that she was she was gone. And I guess at that point, he didn't know she was a Niffin yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or of, that she hadn't been destroyed. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I kind of I, I got to binge this again before it comes back on. Yep, you have time. Yep, definitely. And if you have, and it's it, on go Netflix. Go make watch sure, it. Go make, sure you, it. make sure you just watch like the last episode. You know what I really wish Sci-Fi would do with these shows is do do like to do on Netflix and have that season recap that they've been having. You know, like it's the fifteen-minute recap of what all happened last season before you watch a new season. It's always great. I, we need those. Those are fun. Oh, absolutely. Those are definitely fun. What do we have coming um, up next all right. season? Say again? What do we have coming up next season? Uh, what's coming next season? So, like you said, they have the sentient ship. Uh, we know that our, our magicians are going on a quest. I didn't know about the sentient ship, so that's going to be a cool addition. Again, the show does things so differently. Uh, magic is gone, and our group must band together for the ultimate quest. Uh, so, finally, I'm pretty sure Julia, since she has the spark of magic, she'll be integrated into the group. Uh, that's another thing. Like, I know you have to have different storylines going. I was really looking forward to seeing her. Um interact with some of the different characters. Like I enjoyed the couple of moments that we saw with her and Elliot at the end of the season and then with her and, and Margot. So it'll be cool to see more of that with all the different characters. Um, Margot's ready to go full on 2007 Brittany and she maybe gets her eye back from one of the trailers that we saw for the new season, but it seems to be doing its own thing. And that could be because the fairies had it and well, I guess they were playing around with it. Like ch- fairies are tricky apparently. Hmm. I did not see that. Trailer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll post the link for it um, within the article, so okay. you'll be cool. able to see it. Um, and again, our magicians aren't dealing well with a new way of a magic-free world. I think one of the professors uh, in the trailer, she actually jumped off the rooftop. Like, you'll, but you'll see that. Huh. And um, when Elliot was in the forest, he encountered some creature that looked kind of peacockish. I don't. I'm not sure what he was, but I can't wait to see more of him. And uh, he dubbed our our magicians the following: the one-eyed conqueror, of course, is Margot. The traveler is Penny. The warrior is Katie. The god touched is Julia. The fool is Clinton. The tortured artist is Alice. And he didn't really say anything for um, Elliot, or I, I didn't hear it. So I'd be cu- curious to know what uh, Elliot's uh, title is. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of good stuff. If you haven't uh, checked it out, go on over to sci-fi.com slash the magicians. Check out the site on there because you can explore the magical world of fillery. There's a lot of stuff out there, videos, photos, trailers, a lot of interesting things out there. Definitely. Yep. So looking forward to it. Only two more weeks. January 10th? Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. January 10th. There you go. Time to do. Oh, count down 11 days. All right. We got anything else for this one? 
Um, Yeah, I don't have anything else for this one. Uh, Like we said, just check out the show. Uh, Go take a look at some of the trailers. We're going to be posting some like photos and things over the next little bit. So keep an eye out on purefandom.com for that or uh, join the Facebook group because we'll be dropping the stuff there as well. Definitely check us out over there. And if you got any thoughts or comments about the show coming up, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on a Facebook page. Even better, hit us up on the Facebook page. Definitely. Uh, and also keep an eye out for our other podcast that should be dropping soon where we're going to talk about the best of 2017 and what we're looking forward to seeing in 2018. Yep. Getting ready to do that here in just a bit. <laughs> All right. And until next time, uh, we'll see you in Fillory soon. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.